Welcome back to the Hour View Podcast. This episode is part of our Super Sports Saturday, a series of episodes that will highlight adaptive sports programs, their athletes, and those who organize these programs. My intention in creating this series of episodes is to bring awareness to the importance of inclusive play and adaptive sports, to show how sports and play are beneficial to all. I hope you enjoy this episode. On today's episode, I welcome two players from the Camden County, New Jersey Miracle League, Brian Vandervars and AJ Gonzalez. My first guest on today's episode is Brian and his mom, Karen. Join our conversation as we discuss their connection to the greatest showman, P.T. Barnum, and Brian's love of baseball. I would love to welcome both uh, Brian and his mom, Karen, to the Our View podcast. And uh, we are happy to have you on today and to share your story. So, Brian, I would like for you to start off, um, start off the interview by introducing yourself and telling people who you are. Who is Brian? I love playing baseball. Um, I'm the biggest fan of baseball, mm-hmm. and I usually hit a couple of home runs. Yeah, <laughs> in the double and the triple. <laughs> um, and where did you work? I work at the Ability Solutions. Mm-hmm. Been there since 21 years. Yeah, I'm 46 oh. now. You're, wait, you're how old now? 46. 46? Yeah. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that That's amazing? great. Yeah, it's that is amazing. Well preserved. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I, I didn't know. I keep forgetting you're that old. <laughs> wow. So as you said, you do, uh, you love baseball. You are one of our all-star players on the Camden County, New Jersey Miracle League. And you, uh, you definitely have hit uh, more than a few home runs and some triples and doubles. And <laughs> you've, uh, you know, you've been one of our uh, key players for most of, um, you know, since the time we've been playing for the six years. And um the one thing that I really, um, that I know I appreciate and I know the others uh, who are out at the field um, appreciate about you is that uh, we used to sing the national anthem. We used to play the national anthem before all of our games. And then um, one day you asked if you could sing and you've been singing it for our games ever since. <laughs> so uh, tell us about, uh, the importance of uh, you singing the national anthem and how, how does that make you feel every week when you uh, get to sing it for our before our games? You feel patriotic? Yeah. Yeah, patriotic and uh, it, is it good? You know, it's good because everybody cheers for you really loud when you're done, I know. <laughs> that make you, how does that make you feel? Happy. Yeah, I see you're having, you have a great big smile on your face when you think about it right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's one of the, um, 
and I know that, like I said, that's one of the great things for me and uh, where our field is located, there's a, a track that a lot of people walk around uh, that surrounds the field and the playground where we play. And uh, whenever Brian starts singing, I know people, everybody stops whenever they, uh, you know, hear Brian start singing. So it's a, a big thing uh, for not only for our game, but for the, um, you know, for the people surrounding the field and, and it makes people come over and see uh, what it is that we're doing at the field. And um, for uh, Karen, you, you're, you're there every game and, uh, you know, you're, you're there with your chair and, you, <laughs> you know, you set up right there next to our, uh, our snack table usually every week. And um, what can you tell us about uh, the Miracle League and how that has been important to you and uh, to Brian? Yeah, it's it's so great because it's one place where the kids can really participate in a, a physical team sport and you don't have to try out. Everybody's accepted. Um, everybody is successful. They love it when the, the crowd cheers for them. Um, I remember when we first started and there weren't as many kids, and I call them kids, um, and so we had the little, little guys all the way up to people Brian's age and they all played together and it was, it was really neat to see. And then the, the Miracle League grew and we had to have two separate games because we had so many people, which I think is really fabulous. So they, they just love it. It's just such a wonderful outlet for them and so encouraging and just to see their smiles when they come on, you know, make it home. It's just wonderful. Yeah, that is, um, that, that's a very important thing to mention that we did, uh, we started the league, it would have been our sixth season, uh, sixth year, starting this uh, fall. Um, and we started with a total of, I believe it was somewhere around 16 or 18 players. Wow. And that included children and adults. So um, at that time, everybody did play together because it was um, it was so small, we couldn't break the teams up at all. <laughs> uh, but then we had uh, we had grown so much in the first, uh, from the first year to the second, and then the second to the third year. Um, and we had such good players like, like yourself, Brian, uh, who were playing on these teams that we did have to uh, split the teams up according to age. And uh, so the, I, I believe it's 13 and older, they all play together. And then if you're younger than 13, you play um, in our, what we call the minor leagues. And, um, just, just to see, as you said, the, the great smiles when they, you know, when they're able to hit the ball and when they, uh, you know, are able to make it home and when they're, when they hit a home run, yeah. it's just really, uh, <laughs> it's really, really great. So it's really, um, it, it's a fun time for everybody to come out and, and connect. And uh, as I mentioned um, in, in another interview, we, uh, you know, we're, we're grateful for the family that we created there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you mentioned certain people's names and it's just like, oh, how are they doing? And, you know, I told you guys, um, some people I had talked to recently that had asked about you and, uh, you know, what you all were up to and if everything was okay. So we really do, uh, we truly care about each other there. And um, the last few years of, of developing our, our family together with uh, the Miracle League teams. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what, the, the um, I want to say the audience, the people, you know, watching the game, they're as much of part of the family too, and they love cheering for each person, no matter whether they're 
taking a walk or going around the bases or whether they're hitting a ball way out of the park, whatever. (laughs) Um, Everybody's so supportive and and you do feel like a family. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, that's just the, the best word I think to describe us all and just, um, you know, and, and it's sad that we can't be out there uh, on the field now. And that was the first thing that Brian had asked, like, when are we playing baseball again? <laughs> you know, when are we going to be back out there? And, uh, you know, so hopefully uh, everything will continue to go well and we'll be back in the spring, uh, you know, back to playing. So we're really looking forward to that day and, and having everybody back out there. Yeah. And um, I get lots of questions about did Arthur write to us yet when is Arthur writing when is the baseball starting (laughs) yeah we um we we are trying to you know keep everybody connected as best as we can uh we had some things on Facebook um you know through the whole quarantine and the shutdown and um so uh Brian do you participate in any other sports uh besides baseball have you ever done it like even if you don't do it uh currently have you participate in any other sports? Um, I used to play basketball for the court. Oh, really? Basketball. How yeah. was that? Did you like that? Um, are, are you more of a basketball or a baseball fan? That's the question. <laughs> oh, more of a baseball fan. Okay. <laughs> we did really well, though. It was with the Buds. And okay. uh, yeah, it was great. The team was getting to be good, right, Brian? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of... Um, you know, a lot of our players that play with the uh, Miracle League, we find that they also are involved in other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes, sometimes we have players that only play uh, either the fall season or the spring season. Um, and that's because they're involved with other sports in the other seasons. Uh, so, the, <laughs> you know, it's always great to hear that, uh, you know, the players are involved in more than one uh, activity and especially sports to keep everybody active and moving. <laughs> Well, he's also a dancer. Um, he's actually taken tap dancing lessons with his sister. So um, really? when, yeah, they put on a show, the Possibility Players, every other year. So he does, da- he does some dancing, too. So that helps to keep him active. Oh, well, we will definitely have to have you dance one time uh, between games or something, Brian. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Wow. <laughs> I always like to say I'm a dancer at heart, you know, somewhere inside. (laughs) I love music. So, uh, you know, everybody's a dancer at heart somewhere. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, great. So now that I know that, I'll write that down and and we'll have to have you do a a tap dance uh, at some point. (laughs) He's going to be performing to The Greatest Showman. And you know we're related to P.T. Barnum, so that's we're keeping yes. it in the family. <laughs> yes, yes, the greatest showman. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we will definitely uh, put your uh, dancing shoes to good use. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what? Um, just to wrap this up um, for either one of you, um, what would you? Um, what would you say to those um, to, to what would you say to those in the world uh, about uh, people who live with uh, special needs and uh, what would you want people in the world to know about those who have special needs? Do you have anything to say? No <laughs> no <laughs> I, I think the thing that I've found throughout the years is 
uh, sometimes people are either afraid, um, and I don't mean afraid of the people so much, but not sure how to act or how to react or what they're going to get. So I guess I, I think I would say, try to put that aside and mm-hmm. see the person for the person that they are. And it's always better to try than not try. It's, it's better to try and make a mistake than it is to not try at all. Yes. So um, I, I just think that um, it's, it really is enriching when you're able to connect with people of other abilities and yes. uh, be able to interact with them. And you, and you find there's a lot of diamonds in the rough, some really great personalities out there, some really great viewpoints on stuff. And yeah, <laughs> it's really exciting. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, that's definitely so true. Even, um, you know, with my interaction with um, a lot of the players, I found, you know, like you said, the great personalities that exist um, among the, the different players. And it's just, uh, you know, you, you find out and you, you find out like little things. You find out like which, uh, which players are mourning people and which ones are not. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they get to the field and they'll look at you and won't say anything. And then, you know, but an hour or so into the game, they're, you know, you know coming over to you and wanting to talk. So it's <laughs> like everybody, you know, we're yes. all, yeah. yep. It's like, I get it. Like, I, I understand. I'm not a morning person either so much. <laughs> But yeah, so it, it is just, um, you know, taking that, taking that opportunity, like you said, just to, um, just to have that experience and to uh, get to know them is uh, really great. And, and you find, uh, for myself, I, I have found that, uh, you know, working with the Miracle League and creating uh, the teams and, and working with um, Jake's Place and uh, you know, the whole Miracle League organization, I find that I am uh, truly enriched and blessed uh, by my own, you know, being able to interact and, and have this uh, time with everybody. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just really enriching my own life. And I find that, um, you know, I, I we, we like to think that we're helping other people, but then it's like they end up helping us as well. So yeah. it's and- all the... Uh, there's a whole world out there that many people are not even aware of. I guess it's kind of like if you're a bicyclist or um, if you are really into tennis or into snowboarding or something, there's a whole world out there um, of, of people with special abilities and mm-hmm. what they do and, and who they are. And you just open up a whole treasure trove when you take a little time to, to uh, reach out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I really um, can definitely agree with that for sure. But um, I I truly thank you both for your time. I didn't want to hold you up too long. And, um, you know, I thank you for your time. And Brian, thanks so much uh, for joining us and answering questions. And um, we look forward to seeing you both back out at the field um, back in the spring. At this time, I would like to welcome my guest, Christy Gonzalez, to the Our View podcast. Christy is a wife and mother of three. Her son, AJ, plays baseball with the Camden County, New Jersey Miracle League, and he is also a player on the Wings of Steel sled hockey team. Join our conversation as we discuss AJ's diagnosis with fibrodysplasia ossificans progressiva and how being a part of two sports teams has helped AJ find a place to belong. 
So thank you uh, for joining me for this uh, podcast episode that will be featured on the Super Sports Saturday series that I'm running for the Our View podcast, um, where I just, uh, as I mentioned to you before, I, I talk about uh, disabilities and raising awareness about different disabilities. And um, through the Super Sports Saturdays, I wanted to talk about um, adaptive uh, sports and their athletes that participate in their um, in this in those sports to raise awareness and let people know that there are sport programs out there for people with disabilities. Um, so I welcome to my podcast Christy Gonzalez. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, so excited to uh, have you on. And um, I thought about you and your family and um, AJ just because um, you you all participate in our Miracle League and. Um, your whole family comes out, you and, and your husband Rico and your daughters and <laughs> AJ plays. And it's just, um, it's always great to uh, see you all there every week. And um, I just wanted to get your uh, perspective on uh, adaptive sport programs. I know AJ, um, he also plays, um, is it sled hockey? Yep. Yes. So, yes. Yes. Yeah, so he also plays sled hockey. I was like, I know I've seen him play some other sport somewhere. <laughs> but um, so can you tell us a little bit about um, yourself and your, your family and AJ and, um, and his diagnosis and, and what it is and, and all of that kind of information? Absolutely. So um, Rico and I have been together uh, 22, three years. Very long <laughs> kids. Uh, Alexis, she is a grad student at Temple. Uh, Lily is our senior this year in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Hopefully not too long. <laughs> <laughs> and AJ is our fourth grader. So AJ's nine. He'll be 10 on um, the 14th of October. And, um, you know, AJ was kind of our, I mean, we call him our miracle baby. He struggled with fertility for years and we have finally gotten pregnant. And um, I guess at 22 weeks, we had an ultrasound and they found a mass on the umbilical cord um, called uh, barracks of the umbilical cord. So um, AJ became high risk. And we had also failed our, I guess your, your initial Down syndrome screening is what we had failed. So we knew that there was a complication, but due to our miscarriage rate, we weren't able to have an amnio. So um, AJ was born at uh, 35 weeks um, emergency C-section due to lacking oxygen to his brain. And... Um, you know, he was born and we thought he'd be in the NICU for a little bit and he wasn't and he was doing great. Um, he did suffer from um, periventricular leukomalacia, which is like a little bit of white matter on his brain. Um, and we wouldn't know those effects until later. But everything else seemed okay. I think we noticed something was wrong when he started to crawl. Um, he kind of couldn't hold his head up and he kind of drug his one side a little bit. And it was just weird little quirky things, nothing major, nothing that we would say like, hold up, something's, 
you know, crazy. Just these little flukes here and there. Um, and then it, it feels like they just kept getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, we kept saying something and nobody really knew what it was. Um, after numerous specialists, we got to genetics at Children's Hospital. And that is where I think that I know Chop knew right away what he had. So AJ was born with malformed big toes, which is the main marker for FOP. And FOP is um, fibrodysplasia ossificans progressiva. And what that means is AJ's muscles, tendons, and ligaments are turning to bone, forming a second skeleton that will eventually immobilize him. And um, AJ was really, I mean, he was diagnosed at two. He was unaffected until he was five and a half. So we, we had a barbecue in our backyard. He, the kids were playing squeeze the lemon. He came down and the way he hit the ground was enough to what we call is wake the FOP beast up. And within um, like six weeks, he lost the ability um, and the motion really to move his back, his neck and his upper arms all completely ossified in bone. Um, and from there, I mean, it's just kind of been a whirlwind. Um, you know, so we don't have a medicine. Um, AJ takes a compassionate care chemo on a daily basis, um, trying to slow his progression down in the hopes that someday there will be a medicine. Um, so I think, you know, our world kind of changed. Um, and what you envision, I think, you know, for, for anybody. Um, and we had never heard of FOP. I mean, I think we were kind of blindsided, like, what is that? Um, but it's rare. It's, so AJ is like one in 2.5 million. And we happen to live in New Jersey, which is, we're very thankful because the specialist is at University of Pennsylvania. Um, for this disease. So we didn't have to travel far like other families have to do. We're right here. So, I mean, we really just have kind of taken, um, I think our lives have slowed down and we've taken a spin on our normal, I guess you would say, you know, craziness. <laughs> and we spend a lot of time focusing on making amazing memories. And just, we want AJ to feel loved and we want him to never look back and think that he didn't get to, to do the things that everybody else is doing. And yeah. if he wants to do something, we'll figure out a way. Yeah. Yeah. I know, um, knowing you all for the last few years, um, playing the Miracle League uh, baseball, I think uh, not just for myself, but I know for many people that come out to the field, uh, you know, we look forward to you all being there every week and, you know, with AJ and, and, you know, when he hits the balls and, and, uh, you know, runs the bases and, and Rico there to, uh, hassle the, uh, pitcher and everything. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all just, um, it's, it's a great, uh, great feeling to have you all involved in the, uh, Miracle League. So I, I would like to um, ask you, what do you feel is um, 
what does what does AJ and and what does your family get um, out of participating in adaptive adaptive sport programs like the Miracle League, and also um, the sled hockey? I think it's a sense of belonging. Um, it's a sense of being a team and being a team player. You know, um, it's it's hard. I think when you you know when they're this age and they want to do what everybody else is doing, and you're trying to figure out a safe way. And I think we were nervous. I'm, well, I'm sure you saw us pure panicked. <laughs> like, we're not really sure we're going to send our, <laughs> you know, our buy out in this baseball field. We don't know what's going to happen. But I mean, we make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just, it's pure happiness and joy. Like, I can't imagine him not having that and not having those moments, you know, so poor Steve has to pitch the ball the reverse way for him. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, because AJ can't move his neck and it works and he hits it and he runs and the excitement of all the kids is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, And I, uh, it's so funny. Um, you mentioned Steve having to pitch from the side for, uh, AJ when I interviewed him and Terry the other day, we talked about that. And, um, you know, I, I said it, it really goes to show, uh, you know, Steve and how he pays attention because some players, he has to step back a little further and pitch, you know, from far away because they can really hit a ball fast and hard. Other players, he moves closer to them. And, uh, you know, for players like AJ, he, you know, he'll come right up to him and pitch from the side just so, and it, and it works because AJ has hit, you know, he hits the ball. So (laughs) we, uh, you know, it's, it's huge. It's, it's that sense of feeling and being part of something and Mm -hmm. everybody, hearing and hearing your name called and all the kids just the excitement and and running and the volunteers you know yelling and Mm -hmm. I the feeling is I I just I can't I don't know that I can even explain how good it is I mean my girlfriends had come to the game and they were like okay you didn't say it would be this emotional and this exciting. <laughs> All this time. I'm like, I told you. I can't yeah. explain it. But it is. It's, you know, I, I think all children need that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's what the Miracle League is giving them, you know, and the wings of steel. It's, it's just that chance to be part of something and mm-hmm. to be a team and to be a player. And that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sense of belonging and to be to be a part of a team and um, and to to see other people who look like them. And um, I think um, I talked about it on another uh, episode of my podcast. I think that's, I, had, I have a very large family. So all of my friends were my family members, but none of them had disabilities. <laughs> so I never really saw people with uh, disability who walked with crutches or used a wheelchair like I did. Um, so having these adaptive sport programs, uh, currently these days is, is really, uh, very important when I was younger and I'll be 39 next month. Um, it, I'm, I don't know if these types of, uh, sport programs were available or not, but, um, if they were, they were very difficult to find. So, yeah. So now that I think it, you know, with social media, of course, helping, um, cause everybody has a page, um, you know, everybody has a, a Instagram page or a Facebook page where you can go and see what they're, um, you know, what they're doing. So I think it's, it's very helpful 
to spread awareness and, and to uh, raise that awareness about these programs that exist. I think it's huge. I mean, we, you know, our girls dance and, you know, Lily runs cross country and track. So this was totally out of our normal mm -hmm. to us. So, but it's amazing, you know, and, and just being able to share it and then have other kids that we know, you know, who are disabled be able to come out and enjoy it too has been huge. To wrap up uh, the interview, I like to end um, all of my interviews by asking the question, what, what do you want others to know about those who live with disabilities? And, um, you know, for you, you can add in uh, for FOP or, you know, just in general or however you want to answer. So I think that um, the best advice I was ever given for AJ, and I think to me it would go for anybody, was, you know, um, an FOP mom had said to me, um, when AJ was first diagnosed, that if we treat him like he's disabled, he will be. And if we treat him that he's capable of the world and give him those options, then we will see something different. And I, I think, you know, that's really what we've been trying to do um, is just give him these opportunities, um, whether it's just being around people who are like him or playing in the Miracle League or playing you know, in the wings of steel. I think it's, it's huge for kids to have that outlet. And I think it's changed AJ to be around other children and adults with disabilities to really understand and know that he's not alone. Yeah, I think that, um, I think that's so true um, about, you know, not treating people as if they have a disability and, and realizing, um, realizing and, and acknowledging their capabilities is uh, such a game changer. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, I, I kind of, you know, looked at her like, what? Like, <laughs> but you know what? We do. And, and I think that's kind of our motto and that's how we live. Like, we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. It's really, um, it really is. It's such a game changer. And, um, you know, with growing up, I can remember with my mom and dad, you know, my mom was always more cautious about, you know, things and me doing things. And my, my dad was the type to say, you know, things like, oh, I know your legs don't work, but we're going to teach you how to swim. And we have a nine foot pool in the backyard. And that's where you're going to learn how to swim. My mom's like, no, he's, he's not. <laughs> I, I always tell this story, Art, and you will totally understand this. <laughs> but when AJ did the Wings of Steel, it was something we were, Rico was taking him just to look at. Like, okay, we were kind of like, oh, no, AJ can't play hockey. And they were like, no, he can't. And, and we were like, oh, no, he has that. <laughs> and like, we have children with all different disabilities and brittle bone and things like that. And they play. And, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. And I was kind of like, okay, lady, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. And I said to Rico, just go see. You know what I mean? And they called, I worked in Philadelphia at the time and I was just leaving work and they called me on FaceTime and he was suited up on a sled <laughs> on the ice. and they were like, look at him. And I was screaming, run <laughs> for the Paco station. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> you were not supposed to be watching. <laughs> and Rika was like, it looked good. They were safe. I let them do it. <laughs> I 
four minute train ride of my life. <laughs> it's like he was just going to watch. Like <laughs> I'm like, you're just watching and getting some information. And but you know what? It's turned out to be something amazing that I never even knew of. Mm-hmm. You know, another adaptive sport that's changed our world. Yeah. Yeah. I really um I, I think it's amazing uh, what they do with the sled ho- with the sled hockey. I've been to a few games and I'm just like, wow, like this is really cool. Speaking of the uh, Wings of Steel sled hockey team, I uh, interviewed Kai um, and he uh, has encouraged me to try out for their adult <laughs> sled hockey team. <laughs> We're really trying hard. So <laughs> I told, well, I told him, I said, I said, I will not say I will commit to it, but I will try it in 2021 when everything is back to, you know, practicing and everything. I said, I will try it. I said, I'm not committing. You should have come out to where the kids played the parents. I don't think I ever <laughs> stayed up on the sled. I was always on my side. It was quite embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, I told him, I said, you know, I won't commit, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to do it forever, but I will try it. He says, okay. And, and he, he said, well, you told all your listeners now, so you have to do it. <laughs> so now I'm, so now I'm saying it twice. And so, <laughs> so I will try that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I will try it for sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is really, really cool. Like it's, it's just, it's really, uh, really great. You know, the, the programs that they have developed and, uh, you know, the, the great dedication of, uh, the people who created, um, you know, the sled hockey and, and the, the national uh, miracle league, I think, um, you know, to see the need for it and to, to figure out a way to adapt it to people who have, uh, disabilities is really, uh, really important and definitely needs to uh, be acknowledged for sure. So it's really, uh, yeah, it's really great uh, to be a part of uh, the Miracle League. And, and like I said, it's great to have your, your whole family involved with, uh, you know, with the Miracle League and, and seeing you and hanging out with you guys every week. It's uh, so much it. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, can you... Um, just for uh, to add into to this, can you give um, the information about FOP, like their website and um, uh, you know all that that kind of information? <laughs> so um, it's the ifop.org, um, which is the International FOP Association, um, and we have a great website and great information. Of course, they're on Facebook also, which is um, the IFOPA. And that's where you can get more information on FOP and see what's going on in our world. Great. Yeah, that's, um, you know, I really wanted to, you know, I really want to make sure that people find out, um, you know, more information about that, uh, the FOP and and just to, um, you know, to raise awareness about it. Because as you said, it's it's a very rare uh, diagnosis and, uh, you know, you never know who might hear this and want to, uh, you don't. And I mean, people, you know, are being, you know, things like this are what bring awareness and, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't know who's going to see it and then somebody's going to know somebody. And that's really, I mean, how, you know, other people have been diagnosed with FOP. Right. So 
believe there's less than 800 in the United States. Wow. Um, so, and that's really, it's, it's, it's things like this that, that help spread awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I really, um, I appreciate you all. Your, your whole family is uh, always so very kind to me. Um, so I appreciate you all. <laughs> and um, I thank you again for your time and, uh, you know, for doing this interview with me. And I will, um, you know, hopefully be seeing everybody in the uh, spring for baseball again, if everything clears up. <laughs> yes, fingers crossed for sure. <laughs> But, um, you know, so again, thank you uh, for your time and uh, I will be in touch. All right. Thanks, Art. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Our View podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Our View podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. New episodes will be released on the 15th and 30th of every month. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four, L-I-F-E. Do you want to help change the tone of conversation among your family and friends? Head over to our website for some Our View merchandise. Our website is www.our-view.com forward slash merchandise. I thank you for listening. Have a great day and take care.